Photo by Renee Asmussen on Pexels.com. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, searching for rest. But when it finds none, it says, I will return to the person I came from. So, it returns and finds that its former home is all swept and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. As he was speaking, a woman in the crowd called out, God bless your mother, the womb from which you came, and the breast that nursed you. Jesus replied, But even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. New Living Translation You have likely heard the old adage, Nature abhors a vacuum. This idiom is used to express the idea that empty or unfilled spaces are unnatural as they go against the laws of nature and physics. Jesus expressed a similar statement, not about physical nature but human nature. People experience emptiness whenever something, or someone, has been expelled from our lives, creating a vacuum. In today's Gospel lesson, the expulsion is that of an evil spirit. The bad spirit is kicked to the curb, so it goes looking somewhere else to settle, with no success. Then, the spirit decides to go back, check, and see if the person is occupied, or not. Everything in nice, neat order. Cleaned up, looking good. But empty. For the spirit, this is ideal. So much space in such an organized environment that it becomes the ideal spot for a party of peers to turn the order back into chaos. Yet, if there had been something to fill the void, the spirits could never have come and occupied the space. It's a pointed lesson about truly hearing. There's the kind of hearing that goes in one ear and out the other. There's also a type of hearing which listens yet does nothing to act on what is being heard. That seems to be the kind of hearing Jesus was talking about. To hear God's Word is one thing. To make it stick by putting into practice, is another thing altogether. It's akin to the difference between having an attractive and expensive goatskin leather Bible adorning a coffee table in the center of the house. Looks great. Problem is, it never gets a genuine hearing because the cover rarely gets cracked open. Once, in my first church as their pastor, a man had a bevy of family issues which seemed endless. At first, I didn't understand it. He seemed like a really nice guy. Every Sunday he was there, without fail, and always brought his Bible. Then, one Sunday, after everyone had left, I found a Bible sitting in the pew where the man always sat. I opened it, and sure enough, it was his, his name written inside the cover. It appeared to be a brand spanking new one, until I looked at the publication date and inscription from when it was given to him, 1949. In returning the Bible to the man the next day, I discovered that he indeed never read it. In fact, I quickly found out that in the thousands of sermons he had heard over the decades, none of them seemed to ever stick. He heard but didn't really hear. Instead, he spent most of his life trying not to be involved in much of anything as a means of protecting himself from hurt. Hearing God's Word without putting any of into practice isn't ever going to end well. Obey God's message. Don't fool yourselves by just listening to it. If you hear the message and don't obey it, you are like people who stare at themselves in a mirror and forget what they look like as soon as they leave. But you must never stop looking at the perfect law that sets you free. God will bless you in everything you do, if you listen and obey, and don't just hear and forget. James 1 22-25, Seth. The Word of God has not been truly received until it is put into practice. The person who only hears is like a Mr. Potato Head that has only ears. He can't stand because he has no feet. He cannot do anything because he has no hands. Mr. Potato Head needs some feet so that he can follow Jesus wherever he goes. And he needs hands so he can do God's will. Listening to the Word without obedience is just that, it is mere hearing. Profession of faith in Jesus means nothing without a practice of that faith. Learning the Bible is useless without living it. 
Acceptance of the word is nothing more than a mental exercise without action to back it up. Christianity is a vital love relationship with Jesus, and, so, is not merely a matter of hearing and affirming orthodoxy, it also involves orthopraxy, that is, having right practice, the doing of truth. Good hearing leads to a good response. When my firstborn daughter was still in her mother's womb, I constantly talked to her. I was in seminary at the time, and I would come home and read her fairy tales in Hebrew. I spoke to her when I got up in the morning and when I went to bed. I told her all about how God was going to bless her and do great things through her. I told her of Jesus and His love for her. I practiced my sermons and Sunday school lessons on her, all before she was born. When the day finally came of her birth, the nurses took her, and she cried and cried. She cried so much and so hard that I finally said to them, let me hold her. The minute I held her, I began speaking to her, and what happened next got the attention of everyone in the room, my little baby daughter immediately got quiet. It was like that the entire time she was in the hospital. The only time she was happy was when I was speaking to her. We respond to God's voice when we recognize it. If we are not in the habit of responding to God's holy word, it is likely that we do not know the divine voice. My baby daughter didn't need a lesson on how to respond to me. She knew exactly who I was, her father. Do we know our Heavenly Father? Can we distinguish God's voice? We need to be servants who hear and respond to the voice of God, and not soakers who just sit and hear without any response at all. Human nature abhors a vacuum. Our own inner emptiness needs to be filled with practicing the words of life we hear. This is the true path of blessing. Gracious Lord, You have caused Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, help us so to hear, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the word so that we may do what it says and embrace the joyful hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen.